www.thefantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? You are watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your boy, Smitty, and today we're taking fantasy football phone calls, answering voicemails, and doing fantasy football court. It's all about you. There isn't a whole lot of news today except for this little tidbit here. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. This is the only uh, news that's really out right now, other than there's a lot of things going on. You know, obviously, the, the issues uh, in Tampa Bay, we got to worry about Tom Brady, who's going who's gonna to be the center, who's going to be uh, helping keep this man upright. There's a lot of little news that we've already kind of touched on, but as far as new news that we haven't mentioned on the show yet or talked about last show, Watson, uh, a ruling is expected to come down early next week, so you can bet I'm going to be doing one, two, three, four episodes on Watson. Of course, I'll mix in phone calls. It doesn't always have to be about one topic when something like this goes down, but we're going to be talking about Watson. You can bet. You can bet we're talking about Watson, but let's get on over to the remainder of this show, which just began, by the way. Uh, Punch the thumb up button on your way in the door. If you're new, subscribe. Pitch your tent. You found your new home. Congratulations. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. If you're new, mashed potatoes. Welcome home. Welcome home, good buddy. Welcome home. Let's get to the voicemail. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma... All right, here we go. Uh, voicemail number one is from Jim. Hey, Smitty. Earlier this week, Michael Gallup himself said that he's definitely not going to be ready for week one, and he doesn't really have a definitive timeline yet and when he might return. So my question is, what is it, where does that leave Jalen Tolbert? Do you feel comfortable starting him week one? Where do you see his value early in the season, and where do you see it kind of season long this year with Michael Gallup easing his way back? Yeah, don't don't believe in Gallup, guys. This is a very very like easy lesson in my opinion. When you're talking about players like Gallup, Mike Thomas, um, guys that have been missing. There's no there's no tangible reason to believe they're coming back to this form that they either never had in Gallup's case or in Mike Thomas's case has been long, long gone. So to me, I, I, Tolbert is the guy. He's the number two wide receiver in Dallas, and he's young. He's a young, up-and-coming guy. He's really talented, in my opinion. And if you think for a second that Tolbert's going to grab a hold of the job as a young man, mature really quickly, get thrown to the wolves, feet to the fire, deliver, mature, and then Gallup come back and and take his job. It's not going to happen. Gallup's not going to stay healthy. Gallup is like, the odds of Gallup staying healthy are the odds of Jordan Reed getting through a season back in the day, or Jalen Hurd getting through a season. Like, there's just nothing that's going to convince me that Gallup is worth even drafting in fantasy football. I'm not even drafting him. I won't draft him. I'm drafting Tolbert over Gallup, even with some threat that Tolbert's work could get taken from him at some point. But no, no, no Gallup. I like Tolbert. Cable from Discord asks, Brees Hall's ADP is around 3.6. 
By the time the draft rolls around, would you be okay drafting him in the second? Brees Hall, second round. Look, I've said this before too. Um, I'll draft Brees Hall as high as I need to. But I, I don't want to answer this question in a way that's going to make someone think, okay, well, he's saying it's okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And I don't want to miss out on Brees Hall. you got to take him in the third round right now. You have to take him in the third round. If you don't take Brees Hall in the third round right now, if you push it and say, I want to own him so bad, I'm going to take him in the second round. You've just been Smitty disapproved. Do I feel like Brees Hall will eventually become worthy of being second round value, like at some point in sep- like early September, the final week of drafting, do I think he'll go at, at 2.10, 2.18, or 2.08, 2.12, 2.11? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I do. I think Brees Hall will climb into the second round by the time we hit September 1. And there's a lot of drafts that happen between September 1. A lot of times you think September 1, okay, the season's here. Some people draft. There's a lot of hardcore drafting. A lot of draft calls get ordered from your boy Smitty, which you can get over at thefantasyfootballshow.com if you want to order a draft call. Book me for an hour. I'll sit there on the phone with you and help you blast your, your league mates. Um... Oops, wrong button. I'll help you blast your league mates if you want. Uh, 70 of you in here, please punch a thumb up on your way in the door. 35 thumbs up. Wipe your feet. Wipe your feet. Um, so, you know, Brees Hall will climb in September into round two. But until then, please do not take him in round two. He's worth it if he, if he, if he gets there. But right now, we're stealing him away in round four. And there's times where you got to go into round three. Uh, preferably not in mock drafts because you're going to help move his ADP up. So, like, try and, like, imagine owning him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're sitting there. You're sitting there in a draft and and uh, and and you, you, you're going to punch it early. Like, just to picture it. Close your eyes and picture owning him. Don't, don't, don't snipe him because you're afraid someone else is going to snipe him and then everybody's playing the game. Look at Kenny Walker. In our mock drafts, they'll go around five or six and we're just scratching our head. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? It, it doesn't help anybody. You've, you visually see it on your mock draft. Congratulations. You just ru- helped ruin his ADP just a little bit. So, Brees Hall, try your best to get him in the fourth round. Grab him early in, in uh, or end of round three if you need to, okay? And your running backs are going off the board. And like I always tell you, it's really, really simple when to know when to take a guy. Because if you're on the clock, here's round 
uh, 3, so 3.7, 3.8, all the way to 3.12. And you're drafting anywhere in this area right here. And Brees Hall is the third running back uh, on the running back rankings, meaning that if you mix in wide receivers and quarterbacks, and you're drafting right here, and your next pick's down, and you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to wait on Brees Hall if he's the third ranked running back. But if he's like running back uh six or seven, and then you mix in all the wide receivers, a quarterback, a tight end, you might be able to last, you know, eight or nine picks if he's the sixth ranked running back. But if if he's the second ranked running back, you're not gonna be able to last to your next pick. So you do have to reach in the third round if that's the case. But you gotta be smart about it. You gotta use flow of draft and all the information that's at your fingertips to know when to grab them. Am I taking Swift over Eckler? Robert, I would divide that up. I got two leagues side by side. Uh, it's a good question. I want to pull it up here. Robert's question's good. Two leagues side by side. I've got the seven pick overall and Najee's not there. Chase and Jefferson aren't, aren't there. Maybe it's the eight pick. Maybe it's the nine pick. I don't know. Whatever scenario makes the most sense for you in your mind. I'm taking Eckler in one league. I'm taking Swift in another. Now, Eckler's probably going to go before, well before Swift. I don't know that you'll face that dilemma too much. If you have a high pick, maybe that's the league you take Eckler. And if you have a lower pick, Gamble and Swift will probably fall. And then you can own both of them. I'm a big proponent of not having all your eggs in one basket anyway. So give me Brees Hall. Or give me Brees Hall. Give me Eckler in one league. Give me Swift in another. Give me Brees Hall in all my leagues. Uh, next question is from... This one's from B-Man on Discord. I want some of your thoughts on Kenneth Gainwell's value of taking first-team reps. Uh, I like Gainwell. Um, I, I talked about Gainwell all last year. I like Gainwell a lot. I don't know that I buy into anybody um, in that Eagles offense at the running back position being consistent. I do believe once we know what's what, that player could be valuable. I'm not saying Miles Sanders is somebody we throw away and don't look at. But I believe that it's going to be confusing. It could definitely burn you to draft Miles Sanders. That has no implication on how I, I view uh, the Eagles offense as a whole. I think Jalen Hurts is going to ball. I think he could run for 800, 900 yards on the ground. He could run for 1,000 any given season. He probably won't multiple seasons in a row or anything. But one of these seasons, maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year, Hurts could run for 1,000 yards, a K. He could, he could run for 1K, baby, on the ground. And, and eight to ten touchdowns on the ground. He's the definition of a, an extra running back on your team. Lamar isn't. Don't get all upset if you're a Lamar fan out there, okay? I, I get a lot of people that are Lamar fans that come at me and say, Smitty, you're such a Lamar hater. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm not a Lamar hater, but Lamar's not a good quarterback. He's or a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Not great, he's good. He's a great runner. He's a good quarterback. Combine that makes him on the low end of a great quarterback. Like, he's such a great runner, it overcompensates and makes him overall great. Um, but he's not a—he's not an amazing passer. He's not an absolute fantasy football passing monster. If you, if you handcuffed him 
to the line of scrimmage and wouldn't let him go run at all, he wouldn't be a top 5-7 quarterback at all. Whereas Jalen Hurts could be, and you can hate on Jalen all you want. You can say Jalen Hurts is inconsistent. Uh, He only throws short passes. To me, that's very narrow-minded. When Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has had one year of starting, and people are already calling him what he is and saying and defining him and saying he can't be this, he can't be that. Jalen Hurts, give me, ready? Are you ready? You ready? Give me Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson in 2022 all day long. Especially given the discount you'll probably pay on draft day. Give me Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts will outscore Lamar Jackson in 2022. And don't come crying to me when there's injury for for Lamar. Now, Hurts runs too, so he could get injured. But I won't come crying to you if he gets hurt. But if Lamar gets hurt running over 155 to 180 times a season, every year he's doing that. He's going to break down. He's not going to be a long-term quarterback option in the NFL. And I'm talking like, you know, he's not going to ever be the the anywhere near the Aaron Rodgers type, you know, where they're there for a long, long, long time. This is a guy that's going to get hurt at some point. He runs way too much. Now, on the flip side... Is Jalen Hurts going to get hurt and, and last a whole long time? Not if he continues to run. But but I, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that. I'm admitting that. But he's just beginning. His career is just starting. I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts breaking down just yet. Lamar's been doing it for a while. Lamar also had his number one wide receiver ripped from him. Jalen Hurts' is number one wide receiver moved into the number two wide receiver spot. And his number one wide receiver got... And he acquired a new one. He's got... A.J. Brown there to dominate. And you can rip on A.J. Brown all you want. You can rip on Jalen Hurts all you want. You can compartmentalize the two and start saying, oh, well, uh, A.J. Brown doesn't get a lot of yardage or touchdowns. He's been over-efficient, so he's probably not going to do well in Philly. What You're going to define him by a, a situation where he was in a box over in Tennessee where he didn't get the volume. He did, he did a lot with the little. And you're going to judge him on that when he had Tannehill as his quarterback. Now he goes to, maybe you don't agree, an upgraded by a massive amount Jalen Hurts. I can't convince you to like Jalen Hurts. If you don't like Jalen Hurts, you don't like Jalen Hurts. We'll have to let it play out this year. If you're going to judge Jalen Hurts on one year starting without a, a, a proper arsenal or support from his coaching staff, who tried to replace him at every turn, both drafts in a row. Maybe we'll trade up and get a quarterback. Word coming out of camp. If he doesn't, if he fails this year, maybe they'll look for another quarterback. Complete, complete distrust in this man, Jalen Hurts, which is a negative. And I don't like that. It puts some risk on the table here that maybe the team's not, for whatever reason, they don't see what we see. I see it. I see Jalen Hurts as a, a real gem in the NFL, a guy that can run for 800 to 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns on the ground, but be more than Lamar through the air. And you can say, oh, no, he he didn't do it, Smitty. He dump-off guy. It's all short passes. Give him time. Give him a chance to prove to you with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and with Goddard and a, a pretty good running game. It just we don't know who it is. And this goes back to the Gainwell question, which I sidetracked like a maniac. Uh, you know, once they decide who they want, if it's Gainwell, if it's Sanders, they probably will be pretty productive or they could rotate them. 
But this offense is going to be potent. This offense is going to be dangerous. This Philadelphia team that so many people love to hate, kind of like the Cowboys, this is built-in haters. A built-in amount of haters. I could do a show and talk about Dak or Lamb or Tony Pollard or Dalton Schultz. Four or five people are going to come in and just want to hate on the Cowboys without any rhyme or reason or logic. It's just built-in hate. Same thing with Philly. People love to hate on Philly. They love to hate on Jalen. They love to act like he has he's had more time than anybody to prove himself. The dude had one season. He played three games the year prior, if my memory serves me correct. And in said three games, first game, first game he plays. 340 yards plus and four touchdowns, I believe, if my memory serves me correct. Four touchdowns over 340. Passing. Oh, you can't throw? You can't throw? How do you throw 340 yards and four touchdowns your first NFL game? Answer me that. Riddle me that. Riddle me that, Jalen Hurts hater. Then the next game, three touchdowns, about 340, if my memory serves me correct. Maybe it was 330. And then game number three gets benched at halftime. Oh, no, he didn't get any credit for the first two games and wasn't even awful. He was. He had a rough first half, and then they pull him. And then he goes into this next season, right? And it's his first year, and everybody's clowning on him. Everybody's judging him. Everybody's not giving him anything close to the benefit of the doubt that you gave Josh Allen, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't listen to your boy Smitty, who said Josh Allen as a rookie would be a top one to five quarterback. And people ripped on that over and over and over. How many times... Does your boy Smitty got to call a breakout quarterback before you buy into it? Okay, we just got news today. We just got news today that your boy Smitty, out of every analyst in the entire fantasy football industry, according to fantasy pros, not just coming from my mouth, according to fantasy pros, over the last three seasons average, I'm the number one analyst in the entire fantasy football industry in quarterback draft rankings. Number one, number one, and someone has the nerve to come in here and tell me Trey Lance ain't going to be that guy, pal. He ain't going to be that guy, pal. Someone has the nerve to come in here and tell me that Jalen Hurts isn't that guy, pal. He isn't that guy, pal. When your boy Smitty has the proven track record to prove to you that I can smell when a breakout quarterback's coming. I can smell it. I can feel it. And your boy Smitty's telling you, Jalen Hurts train, buckle up. Your boy's telling you Jalen Hurts. To the moon. Your boy's telling you Trey Lance. To the moon. It's time for Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts seasons. You either get on board or you don't get on board. There's no getting on board while this train's moving because guess what? It's moving too fast for you to climb on unnoticed. This isn't like Smitty in college where I come in at the end of the class and they pass around the attendance sheet. And then I'd go like this. I'd sign said attendance sheet. This is when I'm in my undergrad. I'd sign my attendance sheet and I'd be out of there. This ain't that kind of show up late to the party situation. We got eyeballs on you, Bob. We got eyeballs on you, worried William. We got eyeballs on you, fantasy Karen. If you're going to come in here late to the party and try and attach yourself to the Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance trains, we ain't letting you on board. No, sir. You've just been Smitty Disapproved.
People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are gonna remember. Get lamb. Get breast. Get breast. Get breast. Ron Navy dropping a super chat at just the right time, and he says, "Hurts, hurts, or hurt, hurts or hurst." Isn't that boy pal? Just kidding. Um, I thank you, Ron. I appreciate your super chat. Jalen to the moon. Claim to, to the, the moon. moon. Uh, 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 Trey Lance to the moon. To the moon. And this poor, this poor guy's question. Let me let me move my pad on the back graphic that I just placed in front of it. Gainwell. I don't know. It's <laughs> a roundabout. The answer to the the long the long winded answer to the question. Do you like Gainwell? I don't know. <laughs> that was the longest I don't know answer you have ever seen in your entire life. Uh, Ron, I'm calling Ron the Don. I, I'm I'm calling it. Ron's nickname is Ron the Don. Ron, appreciate you. We just need some like you know Godfather like music to play whenever Ron calls in. Uh, next question right here. Hey Smitty, do you or Chat have something better? Are we going with cousin Ron? Uh, we're gonna go with Ron the Don. Uh, Rockout says, check your DM, Smitty. Okay, so apparently I, I, I kind of egged on a little duel. I said, Asher, can you give me any kind of like Joe Burrow, uh, uh, you know, track? Because Joe Burrow is, you know, he had his appendix out. Um, it's Joe Burrow season. And he sent me kind of like a, I don't want to say, Asher, that your, 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 your song is a downer. But I was expecting a little more Joe Burrow support. But hey, it's your opinion. Um, this seems a little bit half half in, bro. Okay. I'll draft you, but that depends on your appendix. Yo, yo. I'll draft you only one time in one league. One time? Because I'm a Steeler fan, yeah. If your appendix doesn't hurt you, you better get your ass back in training camp. And connect with your champs. A little bit negative. They're looking like hell of divas. I don't know where to go. But up from here, he says, better not have Super Bowl hangover feelings. So, so a little bit, a little bit down on the Joe Burr, but it's natural. It's good. And then rock out. I, call, I, I messaged rock out. I said, rock out. I, I have a feeling you're going to be able to bring some thunder. Um, on 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 Asher because he came a little ne- a little negative a little negative on Joe Burrow and I want to see what what Rockout's response is. You can see it's blue. I have not played it yet. Joe Burrow, he my hero. No fear and doubt. He dropping dime like a diamond ring, bling bow. Going styling. He be coming through. He could be the top QB. Every goody buddy doubt. If you doubt him, you must be. You must be driving a for Bronco. No, no, hell no. Coming like you gotta go. Joe Burrow on the scene taking over. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I I appreciate both of you and both your styles. Hold on a second. What is this? <laughs> what, what, what is this? What's this? What's this? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your... First of all, Mr. Beast, you haven't been here in a while. And you come in with this negative stuff right here. Look at this beauty right here. L-O-L. Okay, you don't just throw out an L-O-L. 
when it's not warranted. That's one of the most annoying things I think on, on the on on the face of the earth is when someone throws an eyeball emoji, uh, a laughing my a off or an lol or whatever when it doesn't even like it's not even warranted. Like you can't use it, Mister B. You can't say lol in this context. Lol, Smitty, reaching hard, Burrow in that superflex draft yesterday. Reaching hard on Burrow in a super flex draft yesterday. Let's go find the draft results and put those on the screen. And we'll let the people decide whether I reached on Joe Burrow in the super flex draft yesterday. This is hilarious. This is some of the best comedy you've ever seen on the show in the history of the show. Uh, I don't, let's see, it's going to take me forever to find it. I drafted Joe Burrow at number seven. Overall, a steal. He felt he fell to my he fell into my lap at number seven. And I get an LOL. You're reaching hard for Joe Burrow in a super flex? What is going on here? You need Reacher's intervention, Smitty. Mr. B, you've just showcased your your inability. To navigate a superflex in front of everyone. There's not a single soul in here that's gonna tell you that you were correct that I reached for Joe Burrow at number seven in a superflex. These Joe Burrow doubters, they're weird. They don't understand. They don't understand how good Joe Burrow is. ESPN, the pre rank list on ESPN is so different than on Sleeper. A reach. <laughs> a seven is a reach. Please, somebody speak up and tell me. <laughs> tell me how it's. Tell me you agree with Mr. B. Oh my God. I don't think there's a soul on earth aside from Mr. B. Burrow. <laughs> okay. Bur- oh my God. Burrow was the 97th overall player. Wow. I don't, I don't think he's ever played Superflex, so we'll have to cut him some slack. I don't think he understands. Man, let me just tell you this. <laughs> let me just tell you this. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's winning our league at number seven. Oh, my God. Sometimes it's funny because Mr. B... <laughs> Mr. B is one of the most negative guys in here. And the I haven't seen him in a while. First thing he comes in is says you reached on Joe Burrow at number seven in his super flex, bro. Uh, not the point. You want to know what the point is? You are you ready, Smitty? Okay, am I ready? What am I ready for? <laughs> what am, exactly? What did Rubio say? I'd take Chase. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with taking a chase, but you can't call Joe Burrow a reach and a super flex, bro. Okay, anyway, enough of that. I'm not going to even give that more airtime because it's, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. Okay, thank you, Rockout, for the, the message. Rockout left another one. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands if you rockin' Trey Lance. Trey who? Trey Lance. Trey Lance to the moon. Trey Lance. <laughs> Man, my all my all my followers are gonna get signed to record deals. 
and then I'm going to lose them, which is going to be a shame. But you know what? You got to let people fly when people are good. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. And another one from the Discord from Smitty80. He's having a hard time ranking Hill and Waddle. He's wondering where you'd take them and if there's any chance that Waddle can outscore Tyreek. Burrow a reach at seven. <laughs> I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> can someone tell me, like, honestly, anybody else aside from, from Mr. B in here, does anybody on earth think Joe Burrow wasn't, like, mistakenly dropped to seven? <laughs> like a reach at seven? Hill versus Waddle. I mean... I kind of feel like uh, I kind of feel like Hill in redrafts mind frame. So even if you're in dynasty, if you're in redraft mind frame, you got to take Hill. I think if you are in the win now mode, but I believe like long term Waddle is the guy. Long term, I'd much rather have Waddle. Uh, instead, you blew your burrow load all over everyone in the first round. Laughing. Here's another. You can't use. Uh, you can't use LMAO. <laughs> it's not. I'm gonna take it away. I'm gonna delete it. You can't use this. Here we go. There. I took it out. You can't use that. You can't use LMAO <laughs> when you don't have a point. <laughs> I just can't allow it. <laughs> Instead, you blow your your burrow load all over everyone in the first round at seven overall. <laughs> I don't think you've ever played Superflex, bro. I wish I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I know he's not trolling because he's always negative about stuff like this. So that's why. That's why. Uh, Niner by nature here. Dial into the show. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 NFL. Anybody that actually knows Superflex, which Mr. B clearly doesn't, so we got to cut him some slack. Anybody that knows about Superflex, this is the correct response. Superflex, Burrow should not have been... Uh, have been there even after after five. Like Burrow should be gone before four or five overall. But if you don't play Superflex, you wouldn't know that. I think he's acting like he, he's played Superflex. You know, <laughs> so uh, let's give him some slack. Let's cut him some slack. Uh, let's see next next message. Thank you, Kenny, uh, for the messages. I think I got all of them. Did I play this one? This one's from B-Man on Discord. Oh, yeah. I, I got them all. Okay, so let me go to voicemail group, too. And, and just for those that didn't see my team, my team is absolute straight fire. Uh, that's not it. Where's my team at? Uh, did I Do I have that image on the screen? I, I may not have it. I think I can get it real quickly. Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but my team is straight fire. Straight fire. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? What's going on, Smitty? This is Niner by Nature. Niner by Nature! Uh, let me just say, for those, on, you've never called into my show, but you did call into the Quad Box show, and you brought some thunder. And so, I, I Niner oh, by yeah. Nature not only is doesn't play fantasy football, I don't know if you're playing this year, but doesn't play fantasy football and is still here like every day and one of the biggest supporters because we are a new show as well. I'm an NFL and news show. I'm not just fantasy. I pride myself in that. In some ways, I I, I would I would I would actually prefer like a, a show a day 
that's fantasy and a, a separate show a day that's NFL. That's how much I love NFL and NFL news and the way that I present it to bring in new people and have a new, like have a NFL show. And I think Niner by Nature can sense that's, that's how I love talking about it. That's what I think brings you in here. But Niner by Nature, speak. What do you got? What do you got to say? Man, first of all, man, uh, us media, man, I just want to thank you, man, for your platform. Your platform is a blessing to a lot of us. Like I told you before in the quad box, a lot of us are going through things in this in this lifetime, and you are providing a service to all of us that are going through things to, to bring us out that type, bring us out that world, you know, sort of sense, you know what I mean, so to speak. But so, I, so again, I want to thank you, thank you for your platform, thank you for your hard work, and I come, I come on to your show to show show my support because you are a real one, you know what I mean, and and, and not not a lot of real ones come around too often. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I wanna I wanna thank you for that. Uh keep working hard, bro. And um I just seen your uh I just seen your uh your short and I so I had I had I had I had screen recorded it and have put it on Twitter and to come to find out you already had it on there. So I deleted mine and just retweeted yours. I'm like, man, this 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 is crazy. So it's crazy because your timing is so spot on because we because a lot of faithfuls right now, a lot of faithfuls are hearing Trey Lance throwing behind the receiver, or he's so much, so many incompletions and uh, uh, interception here, interception there. And I'm telling the faithful, I'm like, man, y'all need, y'all need to calm down, man. And, and I even showed proof to them. Okay, I said, okay, 2018 when uh, when Mahomes went on his MVP run, right? In six practices, he threw seven interceptions. Now. Uh, in 2019, when Jimmy Garoppolo came back from his ACL injury, he threw five interceptions, five interceptions in one practice session, and we still went to the to the Super Bowl. Now, you telling me that Trey Lance, he's going up against a top five defense. I, I believe it's going to be the best defense in the NFL, to be honest. But it's going he's going he's going he's going up against a, a monster D line, a monster linebacker, a linebacker core, a, a very underrated, very underrated secondary. Richard Sherman even said it. Said it was said it so. He going up, he going up against all this every single day, and and he's and he's still, you know, what I'm saying he's still making it happen. So so to me, I think that iron sharpens iron, and and he's going to he's going to he's going he's going to make plays against the defense. But this defense is no joke. It's no joke. So yeah. all to all the faithfuls, let this let this young man let this young man um, grow because he because he's not going to see a defense like this every single day on that schedule. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you got the you got the Chargers that's going to have a, a good defense, but I still think that he's he's going to be ready for that because because uh, he he already seen it before throughout the training camp every single day that he packed him against this uh, this defense. I just think that the faithfuls that's listening to this, this call right now. Everything gonna be all right. Smitty already know everything's gonna be all right. He are he's up in fact, uh, regarding Trey Lance, he said a top five quarterback. What's stopping him being a top five quarterback? Nothing. And I believe in that. Yeah. And, Nothing and, stopping him. And to your point, but, so but gra- injury. Great points. Uh and to your point, I mean, the writing's so on the wall that Trey Lance is is going toward a top five to ten quarterback season, even if even if let's say he struggles more than I predict, because I predict him not to struggle much at all, like much at all. I know a lot of people okay. say growing pains, you've got to leave room for improvement. I don't, I don't know. 
why people keep using the example of other quarterbacks from way, way, way in the past. We're in a different era now. We're in an era where Joe Burrow, mm. as a sophomore, goes to a Super Bowl. We're in an era where Justin mm. Herbert, as a rookie, blows up and comes into year two as the number two quarterback in the mm. NFL. Joe, Justin Herbert just dropped in fantasy. He was the number two quarterback. And, and Jalen Hurts, in his first year, does an amazing job, but gets there's people nitpicking everything when he didn't even have the proper support or arsenal of weapons. Trey Lance walks into probably the best offense in the entire NFL um, in terms of taking the quarterback out of the equation and looking at all the other pieces. And what makes people laugh at that is because they're picturing Jimmy commanding it. And when you say to somebody, this is the best offense minus the quarterback in the entire National Football League, and if you insert a quarterback that is even just better than Jimmy G, but maybe lesser than I'm predicting, you're going to have a Super Bowl appearance in one of the next two years. And it's like, if he is what I say he is, it's, it, it, it's he's going to blossom right away because he's surrounded by the best weaponry in the entire NFL when you really break it down. Debo was number one in the NFL in yards per catch. He was number two in yak yards. He was number. He was in the top three or four in both 20 and 40-plus yard uh, catchers. This guy was phenomenal. He, you could easily argue a top five wide receiver if he's being fed the football. And you got Ayuk ready to do great things. You got Danny Gray. You've got a top five running attack potentially. And even if I'm wrong, it's top you know, seven. And then you got a top five defense mm. if I'm being conservative. Like, offensive line is the only question but I'm not even worried about it. We haven't had Eric Davis, former 49er, great, come on the Quad Box show on Instagram. We had him on, and he said, look, Trey Lance being back there is going to solve most of the offensive line issues because of the way it spreads out defenses. And that's what I've been saying all offseason. He confirmed it. A, 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 a former 49er great came in and said, "It's it's." he confirmed what I've been saying. He's going to spread it out. The defense will be spread out. Everybody's going to be a little bit more open. You can't have as many stacked box counts. You will see less box counts by far than you did in previous years because how are you going to stack the box? You've got to worry about where Trey's going. Mm. And even when Trey rolls out, mm. he's rolling out to pass, Niner by nature. He's not rolling out to run. He's rolling out to pass. So if you're spying Trey, trying to find out where he's at on the, on the field, monitoring him all the time, you can't just go in and try and corral him up because the dude's going to throw a 40-yard bomb that doesn't even go above the goalposts. It's just going to just be a dart 40 yards down the field, a Debo cutting across the field, or IU cutting cutting across the field, or Danny Gray or Kittle. Like, uh, it's just, oh, my God. I, I The Ooh, writing is on the God, wall, man. It's wait. so easy to see. It's a head-scratcher. Man, you dropping is just right now. You dropping spitting nothing but fire right now. This is a straight play of flamethrower right now. Uh, and, and I feel you, and I understand, that, and I can see, it, and I can envision this. And, it, and it's crazy because it seems like how people, how people cannot see or envision this. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, of course he's gonna struggle early in training camp because you know there's no pass. The defense is usually usually ahead of the offense, so he's going to struggle a little bit. But I say. And the reason why I'm going to back this up regarding to you saying that he's not going to have that many struggles regarding to the season and he's going to blossom really early is because that he's going to get all those uh, kinks and all those struggles out the way in training camp. 
he going to get all that stuff out the way. So so once he go up against the Bears defense week one, he's dropping loads. And yep. I can see it. Because, I mean, the, the rushing, all over the field, the, the, the rushing attack is going to, first he's going to, he going to, you can see, you can tell Kyle Shanahan going to going to establish the run first. Okay, establish the run. Establish the run. And then from there, play action over the top to, like you said, Denny Gray to to uh, 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 IU, to Debo, to to all to all these, you know what I'm saying, to all these guys with all these weapons that we have, right? But then on top of that, I ain't going to take too long because I know I could talk, but 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 then on top of that, this is this this is the uh this is the uh thing that I want to say is that when you when you say something about the play action and people are spying him, they want to spy him, right? As soon as that spy, as soon as that spy don't spy him, he can take off running run for ten to fifteen yards. Now, now what you gonna do? Now yeah. what you gonna do? We're playing eleven on eleven football now. Now what are you gonna do? Can I because can I tell you what I think it's gonna it's, look like? Because you know when Kurt Warner, because okay, when Kurt Warner me. came to Arizona, we had an awful offensive line, and Kurt Warner came in, okay, spread out attack, quick release. You didn't even know that our offensive line was bad because it solved it. It didn't solve it in in the normal way. It solved it because defense. You never saw the same kind of defensive pressure again because you couldn't. Kurt Warner had such a quick release. It was game over. Like it solved our offensive line mm. problem. Now, while Trey doesn't have that exact attribute, he has a very similar in mm-hmm. impact attribute in that he can run the football. Proven track record in college of. 14 rushing touchdowns, 42 total touchdowns, and zero INTs. Mm. His knowledge and ability and track record to tuck and run and know when to innately do that is going to make him so dangerous when things do break down if someone decides to rush too many players. He's going to take advantage of that. Jimmy G would fold, and it was a one-dimensional type of setup. Jimmy G, you knew what he was throwing the ball. He was... He was checking. He he and, and and he's better in a sense to some people in reading that first read. But there's a reason why Trey's developed a, 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 a an instinct to go down his progression more so than the average player. Because think about it like this, okay? Mm. Trey Lance drops back and he's reading his progressions. That's going to be a four yard game. Okay. I I could run for twenty. So I'm going to the next one. Mm. He goes down his progressions a little bit. He has a tendency to do that because he knows he's. it's better off with the ball in his hands, and he knows he can escape it and risk the biscuit by checking down, or going down his progressions a little bit more. He needs to learn how to hit those first and second reads quickly because he's got to trust that in the NFL, with the talent he has that he didn't have in college, maybe Kittle takes that four-yard catch 15, 20 yards down the field. He's going to learn that. He's got that instinct to be like, this four-yard pass is not better than what I could do if I just tuck and run. So he's going to learn that. Once he learns that, once he becomes a really good quick release, first read and go type of guy, it'll only complement everything else that he has that he already does amazingly. So he has some things to learn, but he'll learn them quickly. He's a quick study. He's an amazing uh, 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 presence on the field. He commands the locker room already. I mean, this guy's texting the rookies like he—he's playing the role. Like you could—you could just sense that he's a leader, and uh, he's just surrounded by talent. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited, man. Oh. I can't—I can't wait. Top five to seven quarterback fantasy football numbers with ease, in my opinion. And Jalen Hurts is right there with them. Both these guys get no respect because they more. run, and people love to rip on One. running quarterbacks. Both of them can sling the rock. Both of them can throw for 300 yards anytime they need to. 
Hey, 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 one, one more question. I'm gonna let you go. It's my yeah. last. I promise. My last question. No problem. Sorry, y'all. I don't want to stop the show. No, you're good. Now, now, okay. To me, you are the Q, you are the QB guru, guru, especially in fantasy football. You, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to getting, like, if I need to come and get information, I know exactly where to go, especially regarding to quarterbacks. Now, now, I'm I'm about to put you on the spot, so be ready. So, a lot of a lot of faithfuls, even people across uh, uh, across the NFL, believe that. Uh, Justin Fields would have been a better pick for Kyle Shanahan's offense, but you believe that yes, he he would have been a good pick for Shanahan, but he would have he would have been good, but he wouldn't be special like Trey Lance. Now tell me why Trey Lance is on the special spectrum and Fields is on the good spectrum. When you have Fields, he could he could run a four four. He got a he got a big he got big a big arm as well. He has the traits that Trey Lance has. But what do you see that little thing that you see that makes Trey Lance special over good regarding to Justin Fields? You know, I sometimes it's hard to put into words what like a gut instinct derives from. There sometimes it's got you know stats that back it up. Sometimes it doesn't even have that. Sometimes it, like when Arian Foster came into the league and he played, I believe it was two games at week 16 and week 17 those are the final two weeks of the season and he played in those two weeks and that's all you had he was an unrestricted free agent okay. you didn't have a lot of college film no one was really scouting him uh you know similar to Brady no one saw Brady coming right because you know he came into a, a weird situation so Foster was the same way I watched two games of Varian Foster I went straight on NBC Sports Radio I was on the longest radio, fantasy football radio show in the world 19 straight years I went on that early on. This was 2008 or 10, like 2010. I went on there and I said, Arian Foster is going to be a top five running back in, the, in in fantasy football and in the NFL. And I didn't have anything to really go on but my eyeballs. Sometimes that's all you got. Like, And, and you either have the track record that people are going to say, hey, I'm going to go with this. Or you don't, you don't have any, nobody follows you, nobody knows you. Like you, you got you to gotta do these things for a while to gain respect in that gut instinct department. With Trey... I mean, you have the Jerry Rice Award, award the Walter Payton Award, the 42 touchdowns, zero INTs, uh, 14 rushing touchdowns, all the film where he popped enough that I was, I was telling 49er people, this is who needs to be drafted by the 49ers, okay? So, like, there's a lot of facts and numbers and tangible things right there, right? But what makes the difference? What is the difference maker to me? Um, it, it's, it's, it's gut instinct watching him play. It's his character. It's his leadership. It's the combination of everything. And let me put this in perspective. If you, if you take Trey Lance and put him on the bears and you take fields and put him on the Niners, do I think Trey Lance will be better than fields this year? No. And, and that's just being honest because the Bears system, okay. that setup is not a good situation. And, and it's sometimes a perfect storm of situation and player. And would Kurt Warner have ever been Kurt Warner had he not been thrown on the Rams? No. Would would Arian would would right. Priest Holmes ever have been Priest Holmes if he was not thrown on into the right situation and, and went to KC? I mean, the answer sometimes is probably not. But when you see a situation where you've got Kittle, the wide receivers, the defense, the you know the the scheme, and, and you say to yourself, mm-hmm. "This will be an amazing fit." You can't separate situation from player. And let me tell you something right now, Niner by nature. The next negative on Trey 
will be that he was lucky he went to such a situation because haters won't be able to say anything about his game anymore. Haters won't be able to say anything about where the Niners are headed. Haters won't be able to say anything about his production or talent or what he's doing on the field. The next negative thing that people will cling to will be that, well, he's in a better situation than Fields. He's in a better situation than Mac. Imagine if Fields were over there. Mm. And, and, and while there's some truth to that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that's right. not what, what world we live in. And the one reason right. I wanted Trey is because I felt like I felt like he had the potential to be the gunslinger that Fields maybe might look to some people, but I think Fields will be He'll be good, but I don't think he can be great at both. I think he could. I think Trey Lance mm. could be one of the best runners and one of the best passers in the NFL at the same time. And look at Lamar. I I, I don't want to rip on Lamar too much right now because I'm kind of hard on him a little bit. I'm not hard on Lamar. I'm hard on the the expectation people have. But he just lost his number one okay. wide receiver. He's not a great passer. He's a good passer. He's an elite runner. Trey. And Jalen Hurts, Trey, Trey more than Hurts, but I love both of them, are the two quarterbacks that could run for seven, eight hundred. Uh, Hurts could run for a thousand yards one of these seasons, but they're they're seven, eight hundred yard mm. runners with seven to eight to nine to ten touchdown potential on the ground, and still can be consistent, like three hundred yard passers. It's not like you're going to get low yardage from them. These guys are 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 you know. Uh, more run than they are pass. Like he could literally, when Trey can throw for 300 yards and not even run at all, or run for 100 yards on the ground one game and win it that way, and you don't know which way you're going to get hit, and you have the offense to support that, oh. it's game over, man. That's why I think Trey, that's why I call Trey king of the NFC, because I feel like he's going to look that part right away. And it's uncomfortable to say things before they happen. That's just the nature of the mm-hmm. prediction game. And people say you can't say that. Well, I said it about Mahomes. I said it about uh, Josh Allen. And those are really uncomfortable predictions for a lot of people. And you know what you get next is, well, that's different. You can't compare Mahomes. Why can't I? If I'm if I'm the one person on record that you can find that predicted Mahomes to be Mahomes, and if Josh Allen, if I'm the highest on Josh Allen you could ever find out there, in terms of a video or written work that says he will be a top one to five quarterback, why can't I say that? Why can't I say Trey's mm. the next Mahomes if I was told I couldn't say that about Mahomes? I was told I couldn't say that about Josh Allen. And I'm not trying to pat my back myself on the back, but this right here at least confirms I'm not just talking out my rear end. This right here saying that I'm the number one quarterback ranker in the industry, according to Fantasy Pros, that gets out of hundreds and hundreds of analysts means that I do have a little, you know, leeway here to say that Trey and Hurts are going to drop massive loads all over the field and everybody that, that, that's doubting it's going to look like a fool. Mm, man, if, if Trey put up, if Trey have a Mahomes-like second year, and that's that's MVP, that's MVP status. I, he'll think, be, I think we're going to win a Super Bowl, man. He'll be, look, I, Super Bowl status right I have here. the Chargers against either the Rams or the Chargers against the Niners, or the Bills could 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 be the other the other AFC team. But I think the Niners are in that four. Like to me it's it's mm. Buffalo, 
in the Chargers. You know, maybe Denver has that, that miracle season, kind of like, you know, Brady moves to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl. Stafford moves to the Rams, wins the Super Bowl. There's that whole allure there of moving teams and like just making a huge impact right away. I, 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 I think the, the AFC contender or the AFC, the AFC team will probably be either the Bills or it'll be one of the AFC West teams, probably, in my opinion, uh, gonna be gonna be the Chargers, and I think the Rams might be the favorite. They might win the division, but I think the 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 Niners and, and the Niners could win the division. I'm not saying they can't, but you almost hope that they don't in a way because you want Trey to have this lower bar that he com- continues to just leap over. You know what I mean? Like I, I would I would much mm. rather have that. Pretty Richie dropping a hundred dollar super chat. Hold on one second. We got to give this man a round of applause. Woo! Pretty Richie dropping dropping a, a wad of potatoes. Pretty Richie, appreciate you. Um, I'll get to your your question here right after we get out for the phone with Niner by Nature. Niner by Nature, I appreciate you coming on. I always love talking to you. Um, no problem, man. So call Thank in you, more, man. okay? Sir Lance, the king of the NFC, most definitely. Sir Lance, the king of the NFC. Thank you, Smitty. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, man. Niner by Nature, what a good what a good dude. What a good dude. Uh, Pretty Richie. Look at this. Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts will finish as top as QB5 and QB7 for fantasy purposes in 2022. Fields QB14. Pretty Richie, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And and Pretty Richie is on this list right here. I got to update. I got to update this uh, with the the new uh, YouTube exclusive members. Because there are a few more that are on here that I need to add. This is list two. But these are all the YouTube exclusive members. And Pretty Richie, you can see on the left-hand side, had a $200 Super Chat. He was the leader for a long time, and he just dropped a $100 wad. So, uh, Pretty Richie, uh, you are headed to the moon. To the moon. And can't thank you enough. And I agree with you. Um, I'm not against uh, Fields. I think Fields could be that good he's the only one i'm i'm a little more hesitant uh, obviously i believe that the other two guys are being top are going to be top five top seven so pretty richie's the man appreciate pretty richie let's leave him over here in the corner thank you 49er minded for for jumping in here uh and let's take more phone calls so dial in to the show call into the show dial 602 in f l and we have kevin yeah, so I'm checking in here from New England, and uh, I'm excited about the Patriots, and I'm excited about the prospects of Ramondre. I want to nominate Ramondre Stevenson as a moon man because, like, James White's hurt. He's taking the first team reps in practice, and Ramondre to the moon. Love it, love it. Hey, uh, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? What's up, Smitty? This is Rob. Rob, what's up, Rob? I got a question. I need some advice on my big league. Okay. It's a super flex, um, six-point passing touchdown, QB. Okay. Uh, it's three three wide receivers, two running backs, one flex, one tight end. Uh, shallow bench, though, only, um, only four bench. Okay, Superflex QBs, let's go. What do you need help with? Um, so how do you how do you feel about ranks change with uh, it being a six-point passing touchdown 
And uh, do I go for quarterbacks right away, or can I wait like one to two rounds to pick them up? Do you know what pick you have? No, uh, it's usually it's random right before. So I just wanted like your quick take on like depending on where am I? I'm in the front or am I in, in the back? Do I go for QB? Yeah. So I don't, uh, right, I don't right away, of course. I don't know if you saw my Superflex draft, but I absolutely crushed it. Everybody in here is in agreement but Mr. B, who we believe has never played Superflex. Is, is that the one with Burrow? No, what? Yeah. Is that the ESPN where you got Burrow? I yeah. Think? So let, let me, yeah, yeah, that's, let me that's show you what I right did there. on that. Everybody, everybody, but uh, but one man on this planet Earth loves loves this team. I even put it on my stories, and it just got just <laughs> absolute. Like normally, when I ask people, "What do you think of this team?" and I like it, it's like threes, nines out of tens, fours, nines out of tens, fours, seven out of ten. Like it's all over. But this got just overwhelming, like huh? nine votes by everybody. Uh, everyone couldn't believe. That Joe Burrow fell to me at number seven. This, yeah, this I think is you got like Burrow with like Javante and everything, right? Yeah, so this is, an ex- this is an expert draft. I know ex- expert league gets thrown ar- around right. uh, a lot, but these are a good group of guys. There's some pretty good Instagram pages. They have you know, a lot of followers, and so they've been doing it a while. And so your boy Smitty got the seven pick, drafted Joe Burrow, who should not have been there at number seven. If Joe Burrow is there at seven for any right. of you, you smash that button in super flexing. You don't look back. But the key is, to is a that su- league a six point passing touchdown? This one is not. But it, I wish it was. But it's not. But it's still it's relative in terms of you know needing needing to grab quarterbacks that they fly off the board. Now these guys drafted quarterbacks a little bit lesser uh, than the average super flex, which is why I took my foot off the uh, gas. Honestly, Smitty, it, in my league, in my league, I don't think Burrow would have make it to the seventh pick for no. a six-point passing touchdown. You yeah. know what I mean? Most leagues he won't. Most leagues he won't. So, um, uh, Ricky, appreciate you joining the memberships. Ricky is now uh, a YouTube exclusive member. Let's give Ricky a, a round of applause. Yeah. Mashed potatoes! Uh, but, but looking at this team right here, bro, uh, Paul got YouTube membership. Maybe someone gifted these because th- these came in back-to-back. Paul. Yeah. Appreciate you, Paul. Yeah, somebody somebody dropped a, a gift of memberships. Who did that? Raise your hand. Who did that? We got Devin. Devin. Appreciate you, Devin. Devin uh, is gifted a YouTube exclusive membership. Um, there should be another one rolling in here. There we go. Stormcat gifted a YouTube exclusive membership. And let me drop that link in the chat and pin it for you guys in case anybody else wants to become one. Gives you the emojis. It gives you you. It gives you chat access to me. Uh, Noah Sarver got one as well. And let me drop this link in here and pin it. It gives you, uh, we're going to, we're going to, during the season, we're going to lock down a, a show, a start bench show to YouTube exclusive members because it just gets so crazy during the year. We're going to have like 300 people in here asking questions and it's going to be like, <sighs> so it'll kind of make for a, a special right show. Uh, okay. So let, let me, let me get through this real quick. So Joe Burrow fell to me at seven. My advice, and this is not a mandatory. Right. It's not a mandatory two QB league you're talking about, right? It's a one QB with a super flex, right? Super flex. So yeah, that's correct. In super flex, you have to be really careful, um, but less careful than you are in two QB to not get a good second quarterback because it really is advantageous to have two quarterbacks. Like the person that wins it probably will have good quarterback play. 
Um, I've seen people win super flex leagues right. before with right. one quarterback and like a mediocre backup and have, you know, running back or a wide receiver in the super flex role, but it's a lot harder. So what I'm going to say is treat round one like it's round zero. And what I mean by that is you're taking a quarterback okay. and that's that. Once you get into round two, you're going to treat it like round one in a traditional one QB league. And that's where you see me get DeAndre Swift. Because if you look at this from a perspective, from that lens, okay? I got Joe Burrow in round zero is what I call it. Uh-huh. Round two, which is my round one, did I, get a, did I get a first rounder? Yes, I did. I got DeAndre Swift in a traditional one QB league. Swift is a first rounder. Did I get a second rounder? Yes, right. I did. I took Javante Williams, who is a second rounder, or according to us, worth a first rounder in traditional leagues. Did I get a third rounder? Kind of didn't. I kind of got another second rounder, bro. I got Tyreek Hill. So for me, to get Swift, who's a first round talent in a normal league, to get Javante, who's a second round talent in a normal league, to get Tyreek Hill, who's a second round talent in a normal league, to get, got, to get Kyle Pitts, who's arguably a fourth round talent in a normal league, that is an insane grouping of players well, who, to add to your, Joe Burrow. Who's your QB2? So my who QB2 was... And what round did you get him? I got uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Okay. How confident yeah. you are with those QB2s, though? At the expense of... Or at the, the advantage of improving all the other positions, I'm very confident. Uh, now, now, would I would I rather have another okay. Joe Burrow? Sure. And, and I'm certainly going to try and make trades to try and maybe improve that. But tra- Trevor Lawrence could actually be pretty good. And if you look at the projected points, Trevor Lawrence is projected for 15.6 points. Burrow's projected for 18. Now, I don't think Burrow's going to be as low as ESPN has him. They had him ranked at like 7 or 8 for quarterbacks. Right. But Joe Burrow, if, even if he scores like 22, you're still talking about a significant number of points. And the fact that I'm still crushing every single one I of these positions. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is uh, how long would I wait for my QB2 before, you know what I mean? Like, do I get go QB, QB right away within the first three rounds? Or do I wait on that second QB for my draft? Um, it, it depends, bro. It depends. Um, it depends on flow. Uh, if the quarter, like the quarterbacks weren't flying off the board. So I, I continued on and instead of grabbing a quarterback where I grabbed Kyle Pitts, I grabbed Kyle Pitts. Instead of grabbing a quarterback where I grabbed St. Brown, I grabbed St. Brown because Trevor Lawrence was there. Zach Wilson was there. Uh, Davis Mills is one of my okay, favorite so, QBs. Uh, it, I got a quick question, Smitty. So um, in the Superflex, if it's six-point passing touchdown, within the first five, six, six, is it all QBs? Or would you put like JT somewhere in there within that first five to six? Um, I would go quarterback. I would not. If you're gifted a top five pick, you 100%, 100% go one of the top five quarterbacks. Those quarterbacks are Herbert, Josh Allen, or Josh Allen, Herbert. Burrow's my number three overall right. in a super flex. Burrow's my number three. My That's going to hurt Mr. B, Mr. B's ears. Burrow's my number three, Mr. B. You see that? It's <laughs> three fingers right there. My number three yeah. overall player in super flex is Joe Burrow. Number four is Patrick Mahomes. Now I like I like Hertz. I like Kyler. As much as I'm critical of Lamar, uh, I can understand Lamar, and I I would I guess take him if I was in a bind. So you you I, literally I mean, could maybe, get honestly. I, I moved Tom Brady a little bit higher, honestly, 
for six point passing touchdown. How how do you feel about Tom Brady? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't mind I don't mind Tom Brady, but but I think uh, it, it just depends on where he falls, man. If you could get him in the second round, then you could go JT. But a lot of times you can't get him in the second round, bro. A lot of times you you don't know the flow of draft till you get exactly. through round oh, yeah, one. For sure. And if you pass on a quarterback when you're sitting there at five and you've got Joe Burrow and you think, oh, I'm going to go JT, even over Burrow, you go JT over Burrow, and then all of a sudden you get to round two and you have, you have you know, nobody but Stafford sitting there. It just, you know, you, it can burn you. Now, let's say you're right and then Brady falls. Let's say you got the one pick. You take Josh Allen. You don't take JT. You take Josh Allen. Then Josh at, Allen, the, at the sure. turn yeah. picks in round two Josh and three, Allen. at the turn picks in round two and three, Brady's there. Now you get Brady too. You know, just because he fell doesn't mean you made a mistake in not getting JT. You just get Brady and and Javante. You know, come out with uh, come out with Josh Allen, right. Brady, and Javante. Like, what's wrong with that? Right. Oh, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, awesome. Well, I just wanted to call in. Take. Uh, I love listening to the show, especially when I'm doing work and driving. Um, and then keep up the good work, Smitty. Thanks for all your help. Yep. Appreciate you, man. Mr. Mr. B trying to act like he likes Burrow more than me. Look at this. I had Burrow last year before it was cool. I don't know if you watched, bro. Apparently you didn't. Again, you're just you're you're not even not even like you're not reading the room. Um, everyone in here knows what I said about Burrow and the Bengals winning the division before before the draft, bro. Before the NFL draft, I said the Bengals will win the division. So you clearly don't know. You aren't. You haven't been here for a year, bro. This is your first day back in like over a year, Mister Bean. You're dropping negativity over and over and over. This is all you do. Why are you even watching me? Why do you even want to be here, Mister B? What is so important about being here to you if you don't like my takes? You don't agree with me. You think you know more than me. You think you were on Joe Burrow before me, which is hilarious, but. Why? Why even show up? What made you come back after about a year's a year's absence, bro? I don't even understand. Uh, let's see if we got any more voicemails from voicemail group too. Oh, Kevin, we didn't finish Kevin's. Look, Ramondre may not become a Moon Man yet, or he may not. He may he may become one. He may not. To the moon, Ramondre. To the moon Ramondre to the moon I the reason I argue with them is because I have fun arguing with them <laughs> I I feel bad in a way uh call back again I missed your call how many people are in this league which one swaggy this uh expert league right here 12 12 experts You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Smitty, it's Benny. How you doing, buddy? Denny. What's up, Denny? I mean, I, I, you know what? I had Burrow before it was cool. You like you had Burrow before it was cool? All right. I believe I that, Denny. I like before it was cool. I believe you, Denny. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's talking trash. I, got, I actually got something for you. I got a question for you, and it's a straight answer, and I know you're going you're gonna to nail it. I, uh... All right, Superflex Dynasty, rookie draft this year. I have number two, number four, and number seven. Okay, you want to know who I take? 
super. Absolutely. I, I know Brees Hall's gone. I, I would love to know who you would take I mean, at two, four, and seven. I'm not taking Malik Willis. I'm not taking Ritter. I'm not taking Pickett. I'm not taking quarterbacks just because they're quarterbacks. I'm like, no, no, no quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm all set. It, it's uh, it's the second year in the, in, in the Superflex dynasty. I don't need a quarterback. Well, if I did need a quarterback, it wouldn't be any of those. I mean, I got number two, number four, and yeah. seven overall, you know? I mean, I, I I think I think Kenneth Walker is a slam dunk. He's my he's my only pick. Like I like some of the wide receivers. I don't love the wide receivers. I love Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is okay, one of the yeah, best well, running back he, prospects I, to come out of college. On my lap. I, I, all right, all right. I'll definitely get him at two. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you got how, how, do you like Burks at all? Um, I'll be honest. I love Burks coming out, and I don't love him as much right now. I don't love his situation. I don't love what I'm hearing. I don't love the the issues of him having breathing problems, although he had a good catch yesterday, and everybody got excited about him yesterday. I don't mind him. I wouldn't tell you to take a lap, but like Olave, uh, Drake London, um, Christian Watson after those guys, but like right kind of near there. These are all guys I feel like are just a little bit safer for the long term. But Walker for me, yep. then then you're probably going to go Drake London or uh, or Lave. I think is probably the next pick for you at the four pick. So you could you could okay. potentially you could potentially go with. Uh, I mean, Sky Moore is too early. Um, Garrett Wilson, I like him, but I don't know that I like him as much as long term as London and then Lave or Lave London. Uh, I think, you know, when you get to your later pick in the draft, you could definitely look at Algier, Tyler Algier. You could look at Rashad White. I think these two guys are really, really good. I love the running backs. There's going to be at least three running backs I think are truly, really, really relevant. One of them being Rashad White or Algier, maybe both, and then Kenneth Walker and Brees mm-hmm. So is, yeah, is there any Algier potential? In league. You what? I, I have Algier in another league. I got a good feeling about him too. Yeah, Algier. Yeah, I love Algier, man. Gonna be absolute, absolute monster. Um, what else you got, Denny? All right, here's what we're going with. All right, appreciate I, you, Denny. I, just that two, four, seven. All right, thanks, Schmitty. Hey, good Have call. a good one, buddy. Appreciate everybody, it. everybody loves you when you come in. The chat goes crazy, Denny. I love everybody. You guys are the best. I'm on good behavior tonight. I wasn't overserved. Uh, I wasn't overserved tonight. Okay, good, good. Stay safe. Drive home <laughs> safe. Get it. Get an Uber. Okay, Denny. All right, thanks, Smitty. We'll talk to you. Good old Denny. Uh, Okay, so this one's from Victor. You is me. What's up, Victor? Victor! According to reports, Isaiah Spiller is impressing as a pass catcher. We know the Chargers has Eckler, but do you think Spiller can be a factor this year, considering that he can be one one of the best reserves in the NFL? Mm -hmm. Um, it's a good question. Like, do I think he could gain value? I do, but he definitely didn't pass the eye test at the combine or in college because he was not quick. He was not fast. Uh, you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Joe's. Oh, you took too long, bro. Call back. Uh, so do I like him? I like him as a backup. But I, I'm definitely not like super excited about him. But he definitely is a good cuff to Eckler. Um, I definitely feel like the op- the the opportunity for him to do well if he's n- his numbers called is pretty decent because the offense is that good. 
And could he get quicker? Could he work on those things? Like, look, the one thing about Spiller is he's very talented, but he's just slow, but he can get quicker. You're live, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Spitty, it's Tanner. What's going on, man? Tanner, what's up, my man? Oh, not much. Driving home from work, listening in. Yeah, buddy. Hey, uh, hey, got a question for you. Uh, so, I read that the Vikings are going to go more pass-heavy this year. What does that do to Dalvin Cook's value in PPR? You see him seeing enough increases in, like, checkdowns to improve his value, or what are your thoughts there? Uh, so, Minnesota offense um, and Cook. It's a good, good topic, and, yeah. and I think uh, none of us know, to be honest. Like, everyone can guess on what it's going to look like, but bottom line is whenever a, a team that has a good productive offense that works a certain way, I mean, it works, right? Dalvin Cook, it works when he's on yeah. the field. Madison, when he goes on the field, I worry about Cook's shoulder, but 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 that running attack is fine. And whenever you switch you know, something up, I don't know that I'm super excited about that idea. I liked it the way it was. I liked that you had Justin Jefferson completely hard to, to even worry about or contain because the, the running game was so potent, you know? And if Cousins is going to turn yeah. one way and overfeed somebody... It's gonna be it's gonna be Jefferson, you know. So I don't know that we needed the, the offense to be more pass heavy. I just don't see a benefit to it. I don't think it's gonna help Justin Jefferson uh, as much as it could potentially hurt the offense from being balanced and moving the chains. But I'm gonna give okay. it a, I'm gonna give it a whirl. I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is probably gonna you know be fine. But Cook, it's hard to know. Cook feels like. It's more the injury risk that worries me than the usage. And I, I, I think yeah, with that labrum being torn so many times, man, it's like I always give the example of, of, of the you know, the ball and socket and that here's the here's the the labrum holds that so- that ball into the socket and once you tear it out over and over, that labrum is really jacked up and then if you don't get it repaired and I can't imagine he's had all of them repaired because he's ripped it probably in multiple places or just made the same rip bigger that when the shoulder rotates just the right way where that rip is and he gets impact it slides out like that it's almost like operation you know when you pull out the the operation like the bone in the operation board it's like if it's just right it'll come right out so we don't know and I'm I'm speculating I'm using a lot of almost reckless speculation because maybe his labrum got repaired. To- I mean, we I don't think it did. I mean, he didn't he didn't have he hasn't had enough surgeries when he's torn it to 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 validate that he's gotten every single thing fixed in there. And at some point, you can't just repair it over and over and over anyway. So right. I have a feeling. Do you, do you think that them? Do you think that them switching to more pass heavy is designed to uh, uh, help with the health concerns? You know, instead of running him up the middle, or I don't know that they're that wor- I don't know that they're that worried about him getting hurt. I, I don't think. I think with Madison, they're not like I don't think they're adjusting anything for Cook. I think they're adjusting because they want to. They want to do. They want to run this a certain way. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I, I, I feel like it could be a good thing. I like the idea that more targets could go to Jeff- Jefferson. He could definitely be Cooper Cup. Like that's the whole concept here. It's going to turn into an offense where Jefferson's moved all over the field like Cooper Cup. And if, if JJ's in, in the slot, and if JJ's moving around all over the field, you can't double team him. 
So it, it that's why right. Cooper Cup. You ask yourself, how does Cooper Cup keep catching? You know the amount of yardage and touchdowns and receptions he he's catching. Why aren't teams shutting him down? It's because they they put Cooper Cup in places where you can't really double him on the regular. So I feel like if JJ is yeah. playing the Cooper Cup role, which is the design of this offense, what it's going to try mirror in a sense the way the Cup is used and the way that they pass. But that's good. It's not bad. It's not bad news. We just got to hope that it doesn't Im- doesn't affect the run too much, or then you don't have balance. And I don't think. While I know there's a couple Cousins fans in here, Ron Navy's a big Cousins fan. I think Cousins isn't good enough to uh, to be. I think he's good. I don't, I'm not saying he's not good, Ron. He's not good enough to be a pass heavy only like type of quarterback because I think he wouldn't have the opportunities he has with somebody with a defense literally having to worry about Dalvin Cook all the time. Helps Cousins be efficient. Right, and I like I like Cousins. I don't love Cousins. I like him, and and while I love Burrow for Chase, and that's why Chase is my number one wide receiver, I like Jefferson so much that it almost doesn't matter who his quarterback is, and he's that kind of wide receiver. It doesn't really matter. Like Jefferson, I don't think Chase. If you swapped them, you put uh, Justin Jefferson with Burrow, and you put Jamar Chase with Cousins, JJ would be even better than he is now. And I think Jamar Chase would struggle a little more. I really do. I, I think he'd yeah. still do well. I think he'd still be really good. But I don't think he'd be like a lock to be in my top three wide receivers every year. I think I would be like, okay, you know, it could take more time for him to develop. He may not have gotten where he's gotten already this quickly. And I, I just think that I just think that this Minnesota offense, I'm just worried about them changing it too much. It worked really well, man. It, it's been working really well for a while. Why even mess with it? You know, I don't know. I, right. Why become a more pass-happy offense when it's Cousins? No offense, Ron, but it's Cousins. You know, it's not like you have a, a quarterback that's a little more high-powered. It's Cousins. And I, I think if you're going to... You've got Dalvin Cook and you've got Cousins, and you're turning in the direction of Cousins... You know, let's do more of this. Why would you not want to do more of the Dalvin Cook and the run attack? I don't know. I just I don't think it's a great idea. I think that they did just fine. JJ would have been the number one or number two wide receiver in the NFL regardless. They didn't need to. They did. They don't need to make this change. Maybe a little bit. Maybe they. Maybe they're moving JJ all over the field. I love that idea. But I don't know that they need to throw. They don't need to like convert and change over to a more like aggressively pass happy team because they have a running back that I think can but we'll see we'll right. see maybe Cousins well, maybe maybe Ron maybe Don uh, Ron the Don is going to be right about Cousins and he's going to have a ball or year but we'll see what uh so I know that you're like pretty high on like not where would where would Dalvin Cook have to fall for you to like where's that line in the sand that he would have to cross for you to be like all right I'm picking him up uh, and like PPR redraft. Um, where would he have to fall in PPR redraft for me to want Cook over where? Oh, just where would I draft him? Uh, just for you to draft him, yeah. Like where do you see? Like, all right, t- hey, this is the value that I'm willing to take. Him. You know what's weird is like I don't get put in that position a lot, not because I hate Cook. Not because I don't feel like cuffing Cook to Madison will be fine. And I think, like, anywhere in the the 8, 9, 10 range is fine. But, like, I always okay. want I always want Swift over him. I always want Jamar Chase over him. I always want Cup or, obviously, JJ. And so I feel like 
I'm never put in that position because Swift is usually there. So I feel like right. I, I feel like I end up doing okay and not having to force myself to take a guy that I'm not super pumped about and cook. I just worry that the injuries are going to catch up to him. We I'm not saying that that off the field situation will return, but it was a pretty big deal for a short period of time where we, we thought Cook was going to be missing some games because of that incident with the gun and the yeah. the domestic abuse situation. Like his attorneys and his team played that perfectly the way that they kind of combated it and made accusations the other direction. I'm not saying they were they were not accurate accusations. I'm just saying the way they played it out in the public was perfect because that could have went a very different way. And I just don't know what's in store for him with all that. And so, like, because of all that, it, I, and because I love Swift as much, if not more, I'm going Swift. You know, I'm going, I'm going with uh, Chase Jefferson or Cup, obviously over Cook. But I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea of Cook at ten. You know, I don't hate it. I just, I just don't seem to be drafting it. I don't know why. Fair enough. Well, hey, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Uh, call in anytime. All right, you have a good one. Later. Uh, Ron Navy with a super chat. You can always count on Ron Navy to come in strong and defend the Cousins Meister. But that's fine. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to have different opinions. I, I don't think, uh, you know, when, when someone like, um, and Ron dropped this one earlier. Smitty, you got the appendix discount on on Burrow. I did, man. 1.7 was crazy. I just don't understand how Burrow falls to 1.7. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even compute. It doesn't even make sense at all. I'm seeing if I missed any of their super chats. Ron Navy said, understandable. Uh, He is a fellow Steeler fan, Burrow, divisional enemy. Oh, with Asher's song, yeah. Sorry I missed that super chat, Ron. Uh, don't ignore the fact that Cousins is the only QB in, NF- in the NFL to throw for 25-plus TDs in seven consecutive years. That includes all Brady's and Rodgers. Yeah, that, it is impressive, Ron. I, you do make a compelling case there. I mean, he's definitely undervalued for sure. I agree with that. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, what's going on? Who am I talking to? Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Not too much good to hear from you but uh yeah the one thing i wanted to talk about is like with when mobile quarterbacks are coming into their first start i don't know why the mobile quarterbacks just get so much hate like it's so funny because at work i've fielded literally 500 dollars in bets amongst my workmates because they laugh at me saying that trey lance will be a top 10 quarterback top 10s that's a great bet man i mean like top five i could see where it's not so much like that Trey didn't do it. It's that a couple other quarterbacks just did even better. Um, but 10, that's great. That's a great bet. Oh, 100%. Workmates were laughing at it. Like, I don't understand with, like, these mobile quarterbacks, how, like, you assume that they're not good and people don't account for, like, the rushing mobility. It gives you a whole other leg up on guys who just chuck the rock. Yeah, I, I think what it comes down to is that traditionally it used to be where if you were mobile, you were you were probably a little bit lesser of a, of a pocket passer, and so therefore you developed a little bit lesser skill set-wise pocket passing, but 
the 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 mobile quarterback today, like even if you look at Josh Allen, Josh Allen was all running quarterback. He was all mobility, no passing whatsoever, according to a lot of people. Your boy Smitty loved him. And one of the big reasons I said he would be a top five quarterback in the NFL when he entered as a rookie is I said, give him time to develop his, his mechanics and skill set. I didn't think they would change him, and Dable did a great job changing his mechanics. But yeah. I didn't think they would change him to the degree they did the way, you know, it worked so perfectly. But this guy had the strongest arm in the NFL, aside from maybe Aaron Rodgers, some would say like Stafford and maybe Mahomes. Uh, so walking in as a rookie, he was as strong an arm as all those guys, you know? And that, and that to me, oh, yeah. that to you me, with care. the running ability, with the the opportunity to get better, uh, with his drive and desire, like I, I just felt it, man. I felt it, and there were so many people against that prediction. Like that prediction was laughable. I, I that was probably in hindsight, people probably don't remember it right. Memories are foggy. People don't like to remember how negative they were on someone that became so good. But I'm telling you, it was probably the most pushback I've gotten back on any prediction I've ever made was that Josh Allen would be a top one to five quarterback in the NFL because it was like there was no evidence to a lot of people that he could throw the football. So you have a natural instinct to be like, there's no upside here. Like, look at Jalen Hurts, for example. The guy the yeah. guy has a – like, he comes in his first game, throws for 340 and four touchdowns. Comes in his second game, this is his rookie year, and this is like around double-digit weeks. Comes in his second game, throws for 300-plus and three touchdowns. Then he gets benched, and then that was his rookie year. Um, ridiculous that they bench him. But nobody looks at that. They literally look at this one season that he just had where he was a top five, six, seven quarterback fantasy-wise, depending on your scoring. And he literally didn't have near the weapons he has now, the confidence he has now, the supporting cast in the team. Like, if if he got benched, A.J. AJ Brown would, ha- would go insane. If they tried to, re- to replace yeah. Jalen Hurts, like he's now got the support, it's like a family there, and it's going to be absolutely oh, different for Jalen Hurts. But people still point to his running. They say he's a checkdown guy. He can't throw for yardage. Well, what did he do with his first two games when he threw for three hundred and forty yards plus in back to back first games he's ever played? How do you do that if you're not a good gunslinger? People are just they have preconceived notions that if you run the ball, you can't. You can't pass the ball. Josh Allen shattered that idea. Bro. Jalen Hurts and and and, and uh, Trey Lance will shatter it, and then I think you'll see less of it. But year after year, like yeah, it's just a negative stigma. Did it start with like Michael Vick or something like that? But like, it's like you can steal these guys. Like even look at Lamar before he was Lamar. Like Lamar, like I remember in Superflex, he was going like fourth, fifth, sixth round after his rookie year because people are naturally doubting the mobile quarterback. I think there's just a natural stigma yeah. right now where, like, we can get steals on these mobile quarterbacks in the draft because people, like, for some reason, I don't know what it is, immediately doubt these guys. And I'm not and I'm not, uh, and I'm I'm not, not putting Lamar in the same category. I, I am one that's a little bit down on Lamar at, in that context, but not, not because he's a mobile. Like, I clearly defend mobile quarterbacks, you know, if, I, if, if they're – in the yeah. talent range that I'm talking about. Lamar is a much better quarterback than the traditional doubted running quarterback, but Lamar still, to me, is a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. He, he's an amazing runner. 
And so all sum total, he's a, a, a near amazing quarterback. But but the difference between Trey Lance and Jalen is that these guys, even if you took away their running ability, if you said you can never run ever, ever again, you can never run past the line of scrimmage. If you do, you'll get benched or whatever. They would still ball out, bro. Whereas Lamar couldn't. Lamar wouldn't. Lamar would vanish. Lamar wouldn't be a top 10 quarterback if he was not able to run the football, which is why he's such a concern long term because running quarterbacks, they get hurt quicker, especially when they run as much as Lamar runs. And so, you know, him not signing a a contract, he better sign a contract extension this offseason. He better not try and play around. I don't know why he's not hiring an agent. I bet you anything the Ravens would front the bill that the agent would be getting paid if Lamar would just come to the table and lock down a deal. But instead, he doesn't hire an agent. Him and his mom are handling this. They're clearly handling it bad. I know people will defend him and say he knows what he's doing. Maybe he gets a deal done. Maybe he gets good advice or something and he gets a deal done. But this is a running quarterback that could literally ask for the world right now and and get money that he couldn't possibly spend in a lifetime. And you're going to try and potentially play the odds that you're not going to get hurt or suffer some kind of massive like ankle fracture like Dak did or I mean you out of your mind not not Look he, could, at Cam he could get a 200 he could get he could get I bet you he could get 200 million dollars guaranteed tomorrow I yeah. bet he could I it, bet he could too like look at Cam Newton now like pretty much completely out of the league like when you're like that it almost gives you the shelf life of kind of like a running back yeah all right, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you as well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, call in any time, Kevin. Later. All right, guys. That is going to do it for today's show. We are an hour and 30 minutes in. Um, I'm going to call it. <laughs> I call it short when we only go an hour and a half these days. This is an this is an hour show. <laughs> we, we go an hour and a half, two hours, almost every single time. Uh, but I'm live every Monday through Friday. You can definitely catch me Monday through Friday here on the Fantasy Football Show. Uh, always found at youtube.com slash the Fantasy Football Show. Always found at thefantasyfootballshow.com where you can order my one-on-one text advice and talk to me one-on-one, your boy Smitty, on demand. Let's go. Appreciate you all. Uh, play Underdog Fantasy. Link is in the description. Use promo code Smitty. Get a free phone call from me if you do that today. Go down to the link, play Underdog Fantasy, deposit a min- minimum of 10 bucks. They'll even match it. They'll match it. And and your boy Smitty will call you. We'll do, a, we'll do a 10 to 15 minute call. Talk about whatever you want, even if it's Netflixing or whatever. I'll dial you up. So link is in the description. Play Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Smitty. Get to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your bold predictions, your rankings, your articles, your trade calculator. And we've got a... Uh, we got an extension. Show extended additional two minutes. We got an extension here from, from the Rossinator. Um, I'm not sure what the conversion is on that. Can someone help me? But I appreciate you. You extend the show. Brady, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, Monty, Amari, uh, Edwards, uh, Lazard, and Mooney. Goddard. Let's see here. Brady, and I appreciate your super chat, young man. Let's see here. Brady. Brady, Saquon, Cook, Monty, Amari. I like it. I think it's a little bit better. I think it's a little bit better to maybe trade one of, of, of let's see, Amari. 
Saquon. If, I, if I'm you, I would rebuild. If this is a dynasty league, I would rebuild. And I would use Cook now. I would use Monty now. I would use Saquon. I don't know. Show I'm just giving you my one. honest feedback. Uh, we got another super chat. We're extending this bad boy. Show Thank you, Ron. Additional two minutes. Ron says we're extending the show. Ron's not having it. Ron's not having it. Ross, let me get back to your question. Let's see here. Ross is dropping another. Ross says, that's my Super Cup team computer drafted. I have a chance. Okay, that's your Cooper Cup team. So you can't trade. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, your running backs are pretty good, bro. It, you really got to wish for Amari to do well and Thielen to have a really good year in Mooney. But you could do it. I mean, you could do it, bro. You could do it. I won't lie to you. It's going to be hard. You, you need some. You need a miracle, but a miracle can happen. But I appreciate you, man. Uh, later, everybody. Graveyard crew in the house. Later, Frank. Appreciate you, Frank. Uh, Ron with the super chat again. Did Ron drop another one? Yes, he did. Show extend. Show extended additional two minutes. Ron says, it's not a one-hour show. It's a whatever we want to extend the show to, says Ron. Ron's <laughs> Ron's right. Ron can extend it as long as he wants. <laughs> Unless I got something I might announce we're not playing the game, but <laughs> we can do it. We can do it live right now. Appreciate you, Ron. Ron's the man. They putting you in handcuffs. Yes, they are, Legion. Silver, this is random as hell, but do you play Call of Duty? Mr. B wants to know. <laughs> uh, Ron the Don is a beast. Uh, we should know on Deshaun Watson next week, so get ready for that. I'd imagine Monday or Tuesday. kind of feels like a Tuesday thing, but maybe it'll be Monday morning. We'll see. Um, other news, we'll have some injuries, guys. Injuries are coming. That uh, Injuries always come. We already got the, the center for the Bucks out. Um, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. Ross wants to know if I'm making redraft leagues. We, we are doing... That is a redraft league. But we are doing another one right now. But I think we just filled it up. So I don't want to give out this last spot because I think it may be going to somebody that hasn't accepted the invite yet. I got to look and see. But we're doing a, a 24-team league. Um, and uh, we got another extension here. Another extension. Show extended, show extended additional two minutes. Vamp extending the show. Appreciate you, Vamp. Uh, we're, we're doing this league right here. 24, 24 of you trying to take this sucker. Winner. Winner chicken dinner Tomlinson autograph framed beautiful beautiful auto jersey of Tomlinson Ladanian Tomlinson arguably uh, the goat at the running back position in fantasy football at least arguably um, Tomlinson was amazing if anybody didn't get to, to draft him and play with him in fantasy it's a shame but we'll do some more we might do another league we'll see we got a lot of time to kill maybe we do another one maybe we do another one because we fill this one up right away. 20, it, it, it's cool because there's 24 people. Um, we got another Show super extended chat. Additional two minutes. Thank you, Ross. Let me be the backup. 
Uh, Ross, I'll see about it. We we have a, a line of people that want in, so you'd probably be a backup of the backup of the backup of the backup at this point. But we may try and do another league. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you, Terry. We may do another... Um, Show show extended additional two minutes. Um, we may do another redraft league because we got so much time and we already filled it, you know. So we'll see. And we we could always draft that one earlier. We were gonna draft it live at the end of the the. Maybe maybe we'll do another one. I gotta find another prize for it though, because that prize is sick. So Grant surrendering. Um, I I I, I told you before it quite possibly. Uh, could be that uh, I think who just joined the, the league which one of you just joined the league right now make sure you name your team name your YouTube handle who's Mar- who's team Marshall LT non-existent in the playoffs though says Swaggy Happy 11th birthday, Zachary CPA. What? Appreciate you, Kenny. Terry Roberts in the house, everybody. Read my super, Mr. Smitty. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Dan. I have a weird feeling about... Christian Kirk, dude got a bag. I think he'll want to perform. I know you're not high on him, but thoughts I have. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Vamp. Um, I like Kirk a little bit. I think Kirk is a good player. He he did pretty good in Arizona. Like he he did pretty good. He's not horrible, and he is the number one wide receiver option there. He did get paid. You're right. Maybe wide receiver four. Like I don't think he's my my number three on any team. You know what I mean? But like, could he be my four, four five? Yeah bye weeks or if he starts turning it on and I'm not happy with my wide receiver three sure sure Russian collusion okay Russian collusion I think we're full on the league then maybe we do another league happy birthday Zachary who's Zachary what am I missing here whose birthday is Zach who's Zachary Zachary somebody in here that we're wishing happy birthday to Zachary to the moon. Happy birthday, Zachary. Show extended additional two minutes. More birthday gifts for Zachary. <laughs> They're going to the show. That's all right. We give back. We give back to, to Zachary. <laughs> Happy birthday, Zachary. <laughs> feel, feel bad. Taking Zachary's gifts. Swaggy says Kirk is not it. I mean, he's not it to the degree that he's going to be an elite wide receiver three to me, but, but I mean, do I take him as the four or five? It's Michael, Michael CPA's son's birthday. Excellent. Zachary K. CPA, we would like to wish you a happy birthday, young man. Your father's a monster, and when we say monster, we mean in a good way. He's an absolute beast. 
He can he can he can go through a pile of CPA reports like no one I've ever seen in my life. Your father's a beast. Happy birthday. May you grow to be as big and strong and monstrous as your father. Of course we love ETN, uh, ETN Legion. We love him. Um, with the Bucks going... What's his question here? With the Bucks center gone going down, does that increase Julio's value? Or if he plays the slot? I don't think it helps anybody, really. It's not a good thing. It doesn't mean like Julio sees more work. I, I, don't, I don't think it helps anything. Um, maybe it doesn't hurt him as bad as we think. Maybe Brady ends up being okay, but it's not a good. It's not a good. A good move, you know. <laughs> not a good look. Not a good look. <clears throat> I'm holding Lavisca in Dynasty in case he debos out someday. I don't. I don't think Lavisca Chenault will, but you never know, bro. You never know. Off topic, what would your advice for starting a podcast YouTube channel be? Um, just grind, man. Start doing it. It takes a good year to gain any kind of traction at all. Unless you get extremely lucky through hard work. The hardest working people usually are the luckiest. So you just got to grind it out, man. The The best advice I have is don't quit. Because once you do it, you're going to not see results. And you're just going to want to bail. You know, When I started my show, um, even off the back of... you know. 20 years in, or 19 years straight in radio and I was still on radio at that time even with all that support and, and you would think I could pull from that I had like a hundred out of out of all the people on, on the fantasyfootballshow.com show ends at the in time sleeper you um, I, I had like 150 people out of thousands of people on my content site just I, I, I've literally 20 years of content people that follow me for content that's at the fantasyfootballshow.com right now I got like 150 of those people that wanted to come support the video show. And I'm not mad at them for it. It ended up being a blessing in disguise because I got a whole new community of people that never you know, knew me. But I'd have like 15 views on a video, bro, for, for months. For months and months. There'd be 15, 20 views, you know. But I kept grinding. Um, one of the first people was Silver. Um, also, Nick, who passed away. He used to always ring that bell. You know, there was a, a group in here that were here from the beginning. Silver's been here from the start. Show uh, Ron ends Navy. in 10 seconds. Show extended additional two minutes. Um, is this fantasy football skateboard still on the table for the league winner? Also in the, in the jersey? Yeah. So you're going to get... Uh, it, it probably won't be this one. It'll be the other one. But I, ha I have one that's going to go out to the winner. Football show on it. It's, it's actually this one right here. Or it'll be one that looks like this. So that will go to the winner of the league. As will the jersey. And we have another one that we could give away if we decide to do a second league. Which we might do, because like we already filled the league up like that. If we want to do another one, maybe we do another one. Maybe we do. Maybe we do a dynasty. I don't know. I don't want to do a dynasty one yet. Dynasties are very complex because 
you get people that leave and it's, it's really really show ends in one really minute. hard to do the dynasty leagues um but yeah skateboard going to the winner i don't have to you know not i don't want to sound like arrogant about it but like if you wanted it some of you said you would want it signed if you don't want it signed i'll leave that up to the winner because i don't want to ruin the skateboard if you're like i don't want smitty's signature on that piece <laughs> uh at this point you can live off this channel um at this point you can live off this channel or you have a side hustle i don't have a side hustle broski i i have a few things I do I, I have a content site the fantasyfootballshow.com but some total my business I yeah I do this I do this for a living yes sir it's it's Show not easy there're not a lot seconds. of people that do this for a living silver says give Show silver it, says give me extended additional two minutes give me two minutes better keep it going for 15 more minutes for the OG Smitty getting it every day thank, thank you pal appreciate you these these little extended times are like uh almost like a, a behind the scenes q a it seems it's, it's pretty cool i like it and then you woke up from your dream vamp what did vamp say what did vamp say i'm winning oh i'm winning the league Oh, so I was going to tell you, I'm not sure. I mentioned that that Niner helmet was was probably going to be the prize. Grant may or may not have a Turbo Tyreek helmet jersey over the Niner helmet. I'm not positive yet on the Cooper Cup. Show ends in one minute. Just so you know up front. Um, it may potentially be an absolute amazing helmet that he wants to give up for that league. Um, it was potentially going to be that Niner Hall of Fame helmet, but the one that he's looking at maybe giving up instead is this uh, this Tyreek Hill. It definitely is the Tomlinson jersey for this league, but the other one was uh, almost a TBA prize, but most likely going to be that Niner helmet. But Grant is giving up. Let me see if I can get it up in time. It's a Tyreek Hill. Show ends in 10 seconds. Let me, uh... Show extended additional two minutes. Let me try and find this. This is the helmet that I believe is going to the Cooper Cup winner. Because Grant, Grant's surrendering both of these. Is, um, Ron Navy says it's early there in Arizona time for tacos still Ron wants to extend the show show extended additional two minutes Ron's not let, no, Ron says you're not going you're not going pal let me see if I can find this Terry tar kill helmet I'll have, to, I'll have to get a picture from Grant. Let me see if Grant can come on right now.
Russian collusion says Show no sir additional two minutes these are old here Hold on. Russian collusion dropping a super chat wad Ron dropped this one right here one with a draft fee um, probably um, the week before the season starts appreciate you Russian collusion appreciate your super chat Ron, appreciate your super chat. Looks like we're having tacos tonight. We're having tacos tonight. Um, I invited Grant to come on real quick. I don't know if Grant's available right now, but he may dial in surprisingly, and, and maybe he can show us if he's around that Tomlinson jersey, or he can show us a Tyree Kill helmet. But again, um, the Cooper Cup League winner might be getting, and I know some of you might want the Niner helmet over the Tyree Kill Turbo amazing helmet but the, the Tyreek Hill one's probably better and I think that's the one that he wants to surrender to that to that league but Grant's got both of these prizes and he's surrendering them to the winner but you have to win if I win I I'm I don't even think I think I would give it to the person below me but Grant you have to beat Grant and win the pro to win the prize so you have to get first place to win the prize it's not, it's not, I don't even think I can win it. It's got to be one of you. Thank you, Swaggy. Appreciate you, pal. Okay, he'll be in 15 minutes. Okay, I'll be off. But Monday. So Grant will come on Monday, hopefully. Grant will come on Monday and hopefully show the, the jersey, show the helmet, get everybody excited and amped. Um, we may or may not mock draft tonight. I'm not sure. I'm gonna play it by ear. We're still in July. I'm kind of I'm kind of treating July as like a almost like I'm prepping to to get into this you know heavier mock draft season. We probably won't mock draft every night this year. I think we might do some, you know, some ranking shows and some different things. Yeah, Kayla's been doing great in drafting. She crushed it the other night. Grant is the M. Bison of these leagues. He's a savage. Wandale. I mean, I like Wandale a little bit, but not... Not not a not a ton, but I mean he's got he's got some appeal, I suppose. Collusion isn't an illusion. Good stuff, homie. Says uh, Silver. Uh, when would you guys like the draft to be on this um, second draft? Uh, I'm thinking like uh, a, a nighttime. Is everybody liking a, a Sunday night? Does Sunday night work for most people? Show extended additional two minutes. Ron's extended things. Ron says you're you're gonna get tacos, but the place is gonna close before you even get to go. <laughs> says Ron. <laughs> uh, What's what's everybody throw out if you're in the draft? If you're in the draft, throw out a day that you like to draft. Is it Sunday night? It probably have to be nighttime because people work. 
Um, but like maybe a, what, what like a 8 p.m. 7 p.m. draft on a on a Sunday. Sunday night, Sunday night is good. Sunday is great. Some people are probably answering that aren't even in the league. <laughs> Legion, are you in the league? Sunday's working for you though. Any anyway. Silver can go on Sunday. Oh boy. Kenny says Sunday night. Oh. Legion, are you in the league? Blackbeard. Blackbeard says. Show show extended additional to me. Thank you, Blackbeard. You guys are too generous. Blackbeard says, no, you're not going. Keep it rolling. Thank you, Blackbeard. 7 p.m. Thank you, Ross. Appreciate you. Will you stream the draft? Yes, I will. I will absolutely stream the draft. Kevin, appreciate you. We'll come. We'll combine Ross's and Kevin's together, and we'll we'll re uh, readjust Show that to four. Show extended additional two minutes. I, I told Grant you guys are talking about him right now, and he wanted to know what you guys were saying. Uh, shower Grant with some love, and I'll take a screenshot and send it to him. I told him that one of you called him M. Bison, and he liked that. <laughs> shower Grant with some love in, in the chat. Just say something to him, I'll, I'll take a photo. Um, for those that don't know who Grant is, Grant is in my sitcom. I don't know if you guys have watched my sitcom. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. If you go to my main YouTube page and you scroll about halfway down, you will see a sitcom that I created. It's a four-part series. It's kind of like the, the the league meets the office meets some canceled show that never made it on air. And it's it's a phenomenal little show. We got part five coming soon. Uh, but Grant is the star of that. He is my intern. It's called the Fantasy Football Intern. And Grant is the one that surrenders these jerseys and prizes to everybody in these leagues. And he's an absolute monster and, and a giving person. And the sitcom's amazing. And you got to go watch Grant's amazing acting in this sitcom, which maybe gets picked up by ESPN. Um, Grant, stop with the fake backgrounds. Okay, let me take a photo of this and send it to him.
Ron Navy. Show extended additional. Show extended additional two minutes. Thank you, Ron. Ron says, tell Grant to take down his fake background. Okay, I'll send that to him right now. Ryan wants to know, Smitty, how are you still live? Because people keep extending the show. Um, poor me. <laughs> Ron, appreciate you, Ron. Thoughts on Arizona rookie running back uh, Ingram in Dynasty? I don't mind him, Jacob. He's not bad. I, I definitely draft him and you know hold him or something, but I, I don't know that I feel like he's a lock of any kind, but I certainly like him. I certainly don't mind him at all. <clears throat> 73 of you still in here uh, 97 thumbs up punch that thumb up button help your boy Smitty out uh, how is this uh, Instagram post going over here this Trey Lance look I didn't I didn't play this for you guys earlier uh, I'll come back and throw two more minutes on the board but let's go ahead and, and play this clip real quick um, it's going to play something else for a second and then the instructions on on how to use Javante Williams in you're gonna see everybody quickly jump on the Trey Lance train it's gonna happen fast it's gonna happen quick and what most people are doing that are Trey Lance haters they they're doubling down they're doubling down because they don't want to be wrong they've already put too much on the line calling this kid a bust the kids not only got a top five arsenal of weapons at his disposal. He's got a top five defense that'll push the offense into the red zone. They'll live in the red zone. And he gets to practice against a top five defense every single day. 700, 800 yards on the ground, seven to eight touchdowns minimum. Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, Mitchell. How is the writing not on the wall for a top five quarterback? The next Patrick Mahomes. You can't say that. Yes, I can. But you can't say that. I will. It's my show. But your boy Smitty ranks number one in the entire fantasy industry and quarterback rankings over the last three years according to fantasy pros. What does that mean? It means it's Trey Lance season. Show extended additional to me. Uh, appreciate uh, the super chat by Mr. B. This is a good sport right here. Let's read Mr. B's. Uh, Got to roll out, but love you, Smitty. Uh, I can word things better. At, I can word be- things better at time, but it's never meant to disrespect. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you, Mr. B. And that's why, like, have you noticed, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like block people that disagree with me or whatever. Like, Mr. B can stay. And, and and look at him. He just dropped a super chat. Like, like I, I don't, I don't, I think, I think we get along more than, I think we can all get along better. Maybe I, maybe I don't need to say things a certain way sometimes to Mr. B. And I acknowledge that. Maybe sometimes I come off abrasive. So maybe I can work on it too. Maybe we can work on it together, Mr. B. <laughs> maybe we can go to counseling. I mean, I am a psychologist. Maybe I can, I, I'm not a psychologist. I'm a psych major. Uh, I'm a, I'm a deep fake psychologist. I'm a deep fake doctor. Show I'm a deep fake psychologist. And, and I think maybe I could, I could, I could maybe assess our, our, our friendship. 
show extended additional two minutes. Uh, but appreciate you, Mr. B. We should go to counseling. I think we should. I think, it, I think it's salvageable. Cokes for you and your tacos. Thank you, Vamp. Appreciate you. That's a better approach. I like the critical thinking, though. I, I'll, you know, I think most of you would probably say, Smitty, I don't want you to tone it down sometimes. D-Town, appreciate you being here. Later, D-Town. Some of you might say, I don't want you to tone it down. It's like it's entertaining the way I maybe rant and rave. People like the rant. So, Mr. B, don't take it personally, you know. Um, and, and I'll try not to take it personally. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But did you stay at a Holiday Inn? I did. I have stayed at a Show Holiday ends Inn. In one minute. I have stayed at a Holiday Inn. Mr. B is just like a zero QBer in Superflex. That's all, says Ricky. Uh, Mr. B, I would, I would say though, out of everything we argued about today, that like you can't really be serious though. I imagine that Burrow is a bad pick at seven overall. Like I, I find it so hard to believe. I. I appreciate you. I do. But I feel like there's no way. There's no way you really believe that. Maybe you're just down on him. That's what we talk about in therapy. If we were in therapy, I would I would tell a psychologist. I would say, look, I don't mean to be controlling here, but he has to like Joe Burrow at number seven in a super flex, or I just can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Show ends in 10 seconds. I don't want to be controlling, but I can't do this anymore. If you can't see my point of view... The Joe Burrow's top seven. Goodbye. Then it's Mr. B. We might might, might just have to go separate ways at some point. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Mr. B. All right, I appreciate you all. Peace out. Thank you all for, for everybody that extended the show. Ron Navy, everybody that was dropping. Collusion, all of you. Uh, let me see if I can thank you real quick. Collusion, vamp. Um, I'm going to miss some people. I apologize. Mr. B, Ron Navy, uh, Kevin, uh, Ross, thank you, Ross. Blackbeard, uh, Ron Navy again. Swaggy, Russian collusion. Uh, uh, Ron Navy again. Ron Navy again, right there. Silver, thank you, Silver. Um, Silver egging people on. You know, <laughs> appreciate that, Silver. Um, all of you, Ron Navy. I don't know who who bought somebody memberships today because it didn't tell me. So if that was Kayla or if that was anybody, I appreciate you, Kenny P. Appreciate Kenny. Terry Roberts, Ross, Vamp, Ross, uh, Ross again. Uh, Ron Navy again, Ron Navy again, Ross again. Uh, I'm trying to hit everybody. I probably, I thanked you already, but I want to thank you all again. And I'm trying to find them all. Um, it, it goes on and on. You guys are, a mon- you guys were monsters today. I'll see you all probably later tonight. I would imagine at least for a Q and a. on a shuttle to Mars, Mars Man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space.